On the Way Home is proudly supported by Ellis Dong Community Builders, a group formed within the Ellis Dong group of companies to assist those who wish to deliver affordable and sustainable housing by providing development management services and leveraging Ellis Dong's turnkey cradle-to-grave project capabilities. We incorporate all that a world-leading development, construction, and building services company has to offer to provide innovative and sustainable developments that connect and energize communities. Our offering is not simply a development and construction solution. It's a holistic and comprehensive approach that ensures the delivery of assets that communities can be proud of. To learn more, please visit www.communitybuilders.ellisdon.com. We at On The Way Home would like to acknowledge the original stewards of whose lands this podcast is recorded on. In York Region, we recognize we're on the traditional territories of the Wendat, the Haudenosaunee, and the Anishinaabe peoples, and that this is the treaty lands of the Mississaugas of the Credit. And in Vancouver, we acknowledge that we are on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish peoples, the Musqueam, Squahomish, and Tsleil-Waututh, whose presence on these lands continue to this day. Hello and welcome to another episode of On The Way Home podcast. I am your co-host, Stefania Secha, and this week, Michael Braithwaite from Blue Door is actually away, and I'm going to have my lovely co-host of the day introduce herself. Hi, everyone. Uh, Super happy to be here. My name is Meg Shanks Marshall. I am the Marketing and Communications Coordinator here at Blue Door, and For most of this podcast, I've been working behind the scenes, so I'm so thrilled to come on and co-host with the amazing Stefania uh, for this episode, so thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's been such a like gift to have you working behind the scenes. <laughs> One of the folks that, you know, this podcast is really uh, a passion project that we do, you know, sort of off the side of our desks um, and on top of the many projects that, that we have on the go. So yeah, Meg, you've been really key to the success so far <laughs> as, you know, as we grow and, and move along week to week. So yeah, it's really cool to have you now as like a frontward facing voice. <laughs> which is awesome. And um, yeah, did you want to share anything that's happening at Blue Door right now? Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, Things are busy during the summer at Blue Door. We are actually um, just finishing up on on August 1st, the Orange Door project, um, which we do with the Home Depot. Canada Foundation each year. Um, So we're lucky Blue Door um, has three stores raising funds for us, Newmarket, Bradford, and Aurora. Um, And so they've been raising funds since the beginning of July. You can donate $2 in those stores or online at orangeshoreproject.ca. And the really exciting thing is the funds raised are going towards Blue Door's inclusion program, which is supportive housing for 2S LGBTQ plus youth uh, in York Region, which is a great and much needed project. It's the first of its kind in York Region. So we are just so grateful uh, and excited that that's happening. Uh, and then on a different note, we, we just actually got the printed versions of our impact reports for 2020. So we're super excited to be mailing those out very soon. 
Oh, that's awesome. That's so great. Yeah. And actually, like, I'm really excited because one of the things that the Canadian Alliance on Homelessness is working on is the vote housing campaign. And that leads me to introduce our two incredible guests who I'm so excited to have on the show today. Um, first, we have Jeff Morrison. He served as executive director of the Canadian Housing and Renewal Association since January 2016. And he currently sits on the board of directors of Away Home Canada, the Community Housing Transformation Center and shares the organization of the Ottawa Pride Run. Alex Nelson is a dedicated community organizer and a PhD candidate in anthropology at Western University, whose research explores gender, homelessness, and housing policy. They currently serve on the steering committees of both the Canadian Lived Experience Leadership Network and the Women's National Housing and Homelessness Network. And this is really just a quick synopsis of the two. They actually do so many more incredible things that if I listed off, that would be the podcast. <laughs> Um, and both Jeff and Alex serve as members of the Vote Housing Campaign Council, which was what we're here to talk about today. So welcome to the show, Jeff and Alex. Thanks so much Thank for you, having Stephania. us. Yeah, I'm I'm so pumped to have you. And you know, I I am working very closely on the vote housing campaign as well. I think my title that I often forget is like co deputy director of the campaign, um, but really it's it's a campaign with a lot of moving parts, with a lot of amazing folks at the helm and a lot of organizations of people across Canada who are joining, but what is the Vote Housing Campaign? Alex, do you want to fill us in? Yeah, absolutely. So Vote Housing is a grassroots, nonpartisan political campaign, and our intention is really to make housing a decisive issue in the upcoming federal election. And so we're doing that through both uh, digital and on-the-ground outreach strategies. Uh, but really, what's going to make or break this campaign is the strong connections between people. We're really drawing on our networks of friends, our families, our communities, and we're really trying to give people an opportunity to speak back to power and hold those running for office accountable on key issues related to housing in Canada leading up to the next federal election. Uh, and Vote Housing is a collaboration between a few partner organizations, uh, the Canadian Lived Experience Leadership Network, uh, which I am a member of, the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness, the Canadian Housing and Renewal Association, and the Cooperative Housing Federation of Canada. And we have so, so many other partnering organizations and individuals that have signed on to support. So that's really the, the high level of what Vote Housing is. Awesome. That's that's so wonderful. And I think um, it, it's really a great tool for education as well for for people that might not really understand what's happening with housing. So that's that's amazing. Um, so, Jeff, can you tell us um, why launch the campaign now uh, ahead of a, an election being called? Sure. And first of all, let me just say that uh, I'm really pleased to be here on the traditional territory of the Algonquin people being in the in the city of Ottawa. So thank them for letting me live, work and play here. And by the way, just before answering that question, Meg, I also just wanted to give a shout out and a congratulations to Blue Door. Uh, Blue Door was the recipient of our national CHRA Community Builder Award this year. So we're really pleased and thrilled to have been able to recognize all the doors we. Um, but to get back to your question, why did we launch now? Um, we of course don't know exactly when a federal election is going to be called. Um, 
this year in particular, it's it's even more difficult because we're in a minority parliament situation, and therefore, you know, being able to predict exactly when uh, the election might be called is 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 quite difficult. Having said that, a lot of the signals, a lot of the signs, appear to be uh, suggesting a fall campaign, fall 2021, and therefore we wanted to launch the vote housing campaign uh, this summer. Uh, we officially launched it in mid June. Um, so that we could, first of all, build up, uh, build up the campaign, identify volunteers, put together materials, uh, get key messages uh, in place, so that when the election was actually called, whenever that might be, we were ready to go. Uh, we have volunteers ready to start knocking on doors, start communicating with candidates, uh, so that we're, we're fresh and, and you know, everything is sort of uh, ready to head out the door as soon as possible. Um, had we not done that prior to an election call, uh, it would have taken us several weeks to, to really build up the campaign. And, and of course, election campaigns are short enough as is. So we really wanted to put in place the infrastructure so that when an election is ready to go, we're ready. Uh, candidates will be hearing from us hopefully many, many times and, and the infrastructure is all finished. Great, thank you, Jeff, that, that makes a lot of sense. And thank you as well, we were so thrilled. Uh, that was Blue Door's first national award. So it was so, so exciting for our team. So thank you for that. Uh, we definitely well appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 been an amazing ride and I can't believe we only launched in mid-June. That <laughs> feels like so long ago and yet it also sort of feels like yesterday. Um, and so, so Alex, I, I kind of want to shift it back to what you were talking about originally um, with the involvement of the Canadian Lived Experience Leadership Network, which is an incredible network. We actually had Cheyenne Ratnam on, who is also part of the network, but we didn't actually end up talking to her about it. So I would love to ask you, you know, why, why is it so key um, or, or talk to us a little bit about the involvement of the network and the vote housing campaign? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a, a good place to start just just talking a little bit about uh, what the Canadian Lived Experience Leadership Network is, what our goals are. Um, so uh, we, we call ourselves CLELIN uh, for short, is a network of people with lived experience of homelessness. Uh, and we're committed to advancing the role of people with lived experience of homelessness in realizing the right to housing in Canada, as well as in ending and preventing homelessness more broadly. And uh, I see the act of claiming experiences of homelessness as fundamentally political. Uh, it's, it's a refusal to be silenced and a refusal to be ashamed of those experiences. So we want to hold government accountable for ending homelessness. Um, and our role as equal partners at the Vote Housing Leadership Table really provides us with this incredible opportunity to amplify the voices, uh, skills, and really profound knowledge of this community. Um, and one of the campaign goals is, is actually to develop political influence for people with lived experience of homelessness and developing the capacity for people with lived experience of homelessness for advocacy. Uh, and so members of the Canadian Lived Experience Leadership Network and uh, people with lived experience of homelessness in general are, are actually integrated in a lot of different aspects of the campaign. So right from campaign leadership, um, and strategy making, staffing, and volunteering. 
so so people with lived experience and and Clellan members have and will be receiving training on grassroots organizing, campaigning, uh, and ad advocacy throughout the campaign. And, you know, I really want to say uh, so much of homelessness is rooted in forms of social exclusion, but we know from uh, recent studies that 36% of Canadians have experienced homelessness themselves or know someone personally who has. And that's 1.6 million Canadians who have experienced homelessness at some point in their lives. That's really something that can't be ignored because we as people with lived or living experience of homelessness are members of the voting public. And we're, Clellan is at the table to make sure that the voices of people with lived experience of homelessness and housing insecurity are, are really represented and reflected throughout uh, the fabric of this campaign. So it's, it's an amazing and really like unprecedented opportunity for lived experience advocacy. Uh, and, and one of the reasons why we're so excited to be at the table, um, because it's, it's a chance for us to amplify our voices in a way that we haven't been able to in the past. And uh, yeah, so I'm just really excited to be here and be part of this amazing, vibrant team. That's awesome, Alex. And I, I love your point about, about uh, getting rid of the shame around homelessness. I mean, as we know, homelessness can happen to anyone um, and it's an experience, it's a feeling. Um, it, it's not who people are as, as people. Um, so that's such an important point you make there. Um, I'm gonna shift a little bit. Um, and Jeff, I'd love to ask you why the CHRA is involved with vote, vote housing um, and why is it important to your organization? Yeah, I mean, I think as we've learned over many, many years, uh, elections matter. Uh, they matter not just because of who we elect as, as our leaders, whether that's at a federal or municipal or provincial or territorial level, but it also mattered the campaigns themselves matter because really candidates are, are keen to hear from voters. Uh, it's a time when many political parties and when candidates make promises, make pledges, they set their own priorities for how they will govern if they are in fact elected. Uh, and so they provide, election campaigns provide an opportunity, probably unlike no other time in the political cycle, for organizations and causes like our own to really make our voices heard. Uh, I mean, a great example was back in 2015 um, at that, during that federal election campaign where Justin Trudeau won his first, uh, his first uh, election. Um, CHRA had launched a campaign called uh, Housing for All. And the objective and the ask of that campaign back in 2015 was very simple. It was one ask, which was create a national housing strategy that put the needs of the most vulnerable populations at its core. Once he got elected in early and, and formed government in early 2016, one of his first commitments and one of his first directives to his then housing minister was create a national housing strategy, which as of course, as we know, was launched in, in November of 2017. And although that was positive, and there's no question that we are on the right track in terms of re-engaging the federal government in housing, affordable housing and homelessness issues, the reality is we're nowhere near where we need to be. The stats that Alex just mentioned regarding homelessness are a great example. There's many, many others. Uh, the situation facing urban indigenous housing, or excuse me, urban indigenous peoples 
is is a is a great example. Uh, the fact that that uh, so many people who are renting are in core housing need, deep core housing need, is another great example. We go on and on, demonstrating why we're no we're not near. Uh, the point we need to be in terms of, of ensuring housing for all Canadians and all people in Canada. So the point of the Vote Housing Campaign is really to continue that federal re-engagement in housing to go further and to meet the goals that they themselves have set, which is one, to eliminate chronic homelessness, and two, to ensure that by 2030, every person in Canada has access to housing that is affordable and meets their needs. All we're saying with this campaign is, great, we agree with those objectives. Now let's figure out how to get them there and let's work together to do it. And we hope this coming federal election campaign will provide a forum to have those conversations and to really get the commitments of political parties and candidates that they'll in fact do those very things. Construct, a social enterprise by Blue Door, provides high quality residential and commercial construction and property services in the greater Toronto area. More than a business with a heart, Construct is a real solution to preventing and ending homelessness. Through its eight-week paid skills trades training program, complete with wraparound supports and on-the-job work experience, Construct lifts people out of poverty and into opportunity. To hire Construct for your next project or learn more about Construct's employment program, visit constructgta.ca. Thank you, Jeff. I, I think that's so important. Um, and, and Alex, why should folks get involved with vote housing and how can they get involved? Absolutely. So as, as Jeff said, elections matter. And this really is the best time in the political cycle for people to have their voices heard. I think that's such an important point and, and one that I really just wanted to reiterate. So for this campaign, uh, for this movement to succeed, we need passionate people to join us. And I mean, I care really deeply about ending homelessness and, and specifically about narrowing the gap between Canadians as right holders and accessing those rights. And I know I'm not alone. As I said, I, I know there are at least 1.6 million people out there who know exactly what I mean. And right now I'm speaking to them. Uh, we need your wisdom. We need your energy. And ultimately we need you to pledge to vote housing come election day. This really is our best opportunity to elect a party that can meet the goals of ending homelessness in this country, as well as some of the other points that Jeff mentioned, implementing an urban, rural, and northern Indigenous housing strategy, uh, eliminating chronic homelessness by 2030. Um, we really need to make sure we're having this deep, active conversation with those who are in charge of, of leading this country. And there are so, so, so many ways that people can get involved in this campaign. So as I mentioned, this is uh, both digital and in-person uh, in the way that we're rolling out the campaign. So uh, from taking the pledge on the Vote Housing website, that's votehousing.ca, uh, hosting Zoom parties with friends and family, getting in touch with your local politicians, and especially reaching out to your friends and family. Um, and, and as far as in-person goes, uh, we need door knockers going around and, and cold calling for the campaign, educating people in your neighborhoods, uh, putting up lawn signs, holding rallies and, and socially distanced get-togethers. We need a lot of people to support vote housing and really build this momentum. Uh, 
So I've been a part of the volunteer training for boat housing, which is so exciting and so energizing. And I've gotten to see firsthand how excited people are to be able to really get involved in campaigning for something that matters, something that you see every day in your community. Housing is an issue that touches all of our lives. And there's a direct correlation between the effort and time you put in and how big we'll be able to build this campaign and how much we'll be able to, to speak to those who are running for office. Uh, and one of the campaign leaders, Zane Velji, asks people to take a minute to reflect on their why. Uh, why are you interested in voting housing? What about this is important to you? And that's what we need to get people to share when they ask their friends, families, and networks to get involved in taking the pledge to vote housing. The pieces are all here to achieve our goals. What we really just need is the people power, is those networks, those communities, because that's really what's going to make or break this election. And there are so many ways to get involved. Our whole team is really ready and willing to work with everybody who's interested to find a place in the campaign that fits their skill sets, fits their talents. So please, please get in touch with us because we would love to have you. Yeah, I would, I would just love to echo Alex's point. Like we would love to have you, the more the better, because really we're building momentum right now. And, you know, the more folks who pledge, the more folks who get involved, the, the louder we are when it comes to facing candidates who are seeking power, this, this election that we know is inevitably coming up. And Jeff, I know you were sort of touching on this on your earlier answer, but I would love for you to expand a bit and just tell us a little bit more about what the campaign hopes to get out of the election, even, even perhaps after? Yeah, I, I think there's a, there's a number of goals uh, and objectives that we're hoping. I think in the short term, um, to build on, on Alex's point, I think we're just looking for engagement. You know, we're hoping and, and I think we're seeing some early positive signs that individuals, that voters, that members of the public, you know, will get engaged, will be active, will have these conversations, will take specific actions. Uh, not just to support the campaign, but to support the overall objectives of, of ending homelessness and, and reducing core housing needs. So I think that engagement is one. Um, I think we're hoping and, and looking to political parties themselves uh, to ensure that the key messages that this campaign is focusing on are contained in their respective platforms. And we've already been having one-on-one uh, -on -one meetings with each of the parties to communicate what those key messages are and to really encourage them uh, to include the messages and to include commitments to addressing uh, core housing need and homelessness in their respective platforms. For me personally, at the end of the day though, this is all about influencing the next government and ensuring that their policy choices, that ensuring their budgetary priorities do focus on, on housing and homelessness need. So what I will be looking for is beyond the election is ensuring that whomever forms the next government, that they are focused and prioritizing the key messages that we've been talking about during this campaign that we hope, again, members of the public and, and, and voters will be talking about with candidates uh, and ensuring that all the various ideas that we've been discussing, whether it's putting in place an urban, rural, Northern indigenous housing strategy, whether it's uh, increasing supply of affordable housing, all those various uh, asks and, and ideas that we've been promoting and are, will be promoting during the campaign 
Will they be reflected in government policy? If so, then everything about this campaign has been a success and, uh, and, and we're, we're becoming increasingly confident that in fact it will be. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I'm, I'm all for like, you know, what we're working on right now, kind of expecting the writ to drop and then the election happening, coming and going, but really like whoever has sought and won that power, really making sure they're reflecting our values. I, I can't agree more. Um, and I think, uh, Alex, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about our values at um, Vote Housing, because we actually did. So, so sort of we're kind of echoing political campaigning. Um, and I really feel like this is the first time that, you know, nonprofits and charities have gotten together since the laws changed, where we can be a little bit more political active. Um, and so we're kind of taking those notes. And one of those things is having a, a platform. So we have developed six policy points for the vote housing campaign. And Alex, I would love for you to talk to talk to them, speak to them a little bit more. Absolutely. So uh, Jeff really touched on a lot of the core points of, of the six policy platform areas. Uh, and if people want to find out a little bit more about what those are specifically and, and read some of our thinking behind each of the policy points, they can go to vote house.ca. Uh, but I just want to say lived realities of homelessness and housing need are shaped by policy. Uh, so we've worked really hard to identify six key priority areas that we really want political parties to include in their platforms to kind of indicate their readiness to effectively address housing issues in Canada. Uh, so as Jeff mentioned, this includes the urban, rural and northern Indigenous housing strategy by Indigenous peoples for Indigenous peoples, uh, eliminate chronic homelessness by 2030, invest in the construction and renovation of affordable, accessible housing units, uh, and, and really just focus on the issues that are facing Canadians in terms of the barriers to access housing that meets their specific needs. And so we say in our six points that homelessness is the result of uh, systemic denials of access to justice and fundamental human rights. And these injustices uh, are definitely compounded and intensified for equity seeking groups. So um, Canada ratified the National Housing Strategy Act in 2019, and this legally obligates Canada to use the maximum available resources to put these pieces in place in a timely manner. And currently, Canada is falling short of meeting these obligations and is failing those in precarious housing situations. And that's not a reality I'm willing to accept. So the party that I will vote for come election time will absolutely be the one that best exemplifies and addresses the policy points we've outlined. Uh, and so, as I said, those are available at votehousing.ca if you want to get a full scope of what, what we're talking about. Awesome. Thank you, Alex. Um, so, so thank you guys so much for talking about those points. Um, and I think, Alex, you mentioned it, but if folks, as a reminder, if folks do want to get involved in this campaign, learn more, direct, as you said, their networks um, to get people involved, um, where should they go? So I think uh, uh, Alex mentioned the website, which is, which is a great central point, uh, which is votehousing.ca. Uh, uh, but there's also, uh, you know, we know that not everyone has access to uh, internet. So, you know, if, if anyone is even interested in having a phone call and 
wanting to learn more, uh, you know, we can we can uh, connect with them one-on-one -on -one in that sense. Um, as Alex quite rightfully said, you know, this is all about inclusivity. Uh, we want to ensure that everyone, you know, is 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 able to get involved. Anyone who has a passion, anyone who has an interest in these issues, has the ability to get involved, regardless of of of, uh, of, of any sort of circumstances they face. So, you know, we're happy to reach uh, in, in any form uh, that we can to ensure that people can, can take part uh, in any way that is, is comfortable for them. Uh, so we really look forward to hearing from everyone. And as again, to, to reiterate something Alex said, this will only work if people get involved. Uh, the associations that are, are at, at the core of this, uh, this campaign and, and the partners we have uh, are, are, are strong, uh, very professional uh, associations and organizations. But at the end of the day, this has to be a, a grassroots, uh, publicly engaged campaign if it's to work. And so that will take the voices of many of us. Uh, so we really are looking forward to working with, with people across the country uh, to make sure that, that this issue is, is not lost on the candidates nor on parties. And that, as we said, that, that this issue will be a priority for the next government, whomever that might be. Absolutely. And again, you know, it's it's just been such a joy to hear from both of you today. And just Meg and I are really so grateful. So thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Merci. Well, Meg, this was your first podcast, and I really think it was an amazing one to be a part of and, and join us for. Um, I, I don't know, this podcast has been such like a great thing because I do just love listening to intelligent, passionate, experienced, you know, uh, lovely people and Jeff and Alex, I feel like are two incredible examples of that. Yeah, it was so wonderful to, to have this conversation and I think it's it's so important that we have this conversation on the podcast too because things like the vote housing campaign I think are not not I don't want to say an easy way but for someone who who is looking to be involved and looking to advocate mm -hmm. it's such a great way to start in the space to to share your voice and to make that commitment that housing and housing stability is important to you um, so it, it's so nice to learn from from Jeff and Alex and with all their experience about why it's so important so this was awesome. I love this conversation. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, elections to me, you know, I've covered a lot of elections as a reporter and and also just, you know, as a voter, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. uh, an active voter. I, I think what happens to elections is they really get boiled down to the parties, the main parties. They get boiled down to the party leaders and the values that they sort of um, seem to exhibit or and how they make folks feel. And what's, what's lovely about the vote housing campaign is it's kind of pulling it back and saying, no, elections should be about our values. They should be about policy. They should be about the plan folks have for Canada that it goes kind of beyond how they make us feel, but really the concrete steps to address some of the biggest issues. And it is really easy to say that housing and homelessness, solutions to those things, uh, those two crises are are really top of mind right now for a lot of folks, especially out of COVID-19's uh, impact on, on all of us. Well, yeah, that's what I was just gonna say, you know, throughout this pandemic, we've been told stay safe, stay, stay home. And mm -hmm. 
for so many people in Canada, that's just not a reality. They're not able to stay home because they don't have a place, uh, a safe place to stay. So it is, it's so important. It's, it's figuring out what issue is most important to you and what party is going to, to work towards solving that issue. Um, so that's great. It was such a privilege to be a part of this conversation. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, I want to thank everyone for listening and we'll see you all next week. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.